Joe, you want my gopher basketball <laughs> report today? Oh, wait, we have Patrick. What am I talking about? Yeah. God, he is so lonely. He Ooh. tweets more when he's in Florida oh, than yeah. he does when he's here. Did uh, Did Katie go back home or something? No, he's just... It's just him and Katie, so he's got nothing else to do. Right. <laughs> he's got no game to attend, although the Twins start today, don't they? I believe um, they do, yes. You're asking the wrong gentleman. I, I was asking Johnny. Oh. Uh, Johnny, do you have a, a new modem? I do. Yeah. Rookie, that You can see the white tower. Really right Here's here. a guy that just here. met Tom. Right oh, yeah. <laughs> Did you hear that, and John? A giant coffee pot. Yeah, well, it's not that big. It's just a... Little carafe. Here's a guy that just met Tom. Yeah, what's Tom doing today? <laughs> God, that was funny. Tom, oh. uh, what was funny was uh, when they sent me the thing, said he was coming. Your tech, and his name was like Samun Sara or something like that. Yeah, right. So, so he comes down and he says, Oh, by the way, I'm Johnny. He goes, I'm uh, Tom. <laughs> it was an Asian fellow, and I thought, Got I, I don't think his name is Tom. Right. Got it. Like, true. So, yes, uh, you know, Joe tweeted out his press pass from Lake Placid. Mm -hmm. When did you do that? Was that, that was yesterday. And I I showed the boys <laughs> that look at this. Joe was at and Leland goes, was Joe on the team? Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, he thought he was. No, buddy. He was not on the team. Remember, he could play. Uh, I should have told him that you were, Joe. Same year I tried out for the most. My God. How'd you go? How'd you do? Well, I mean, it was a George Plimpton today. Sure. I, mean, I wasn't going to make the team. How was your forty time? But I didn't get killed. Did you have to do any wait a Kirby's? Wait, wait, wait. Oh, Hold on. He doesn't have a headphones. Wait. Headphones. Put his headphones on. Kenny's got a question. You you did a George Plimpton thing with who? The North Stars. I tried out for. Come on. Yeah. Did the they have fantasy? Is it fantasy camp deal? Is that no? I went to their. They let me. How many How many pieces did you write on it? I got a couple out of it, I suppose. I don't know. Oh, for fun. Yeah. I bet it was an exclusive on North Star Confidential. Yeah. How did you like my practical joke, Joe? It's a great idea. Does is is Paul on the council? Your brother Paul on the council? No. Okay. Council members, we have the ultimate practical joke to play on your uh your significant other, your buddy, your brother, your friend, whatever. Go to the store, the music store, buy a cheap harmonica, and then get some zip ties and zip tie that harmonica on the undercarriage of the person's vehicle. Oh, sweet wow. Jesus. Yeah. And you got to make sure the mouthpiece part is facing forward. <laughs> and you get up to speed, and that thing starts singing, and it will drive them crazy. We should have done this to Joe. No. I know. I sent it to him. I was so excited that I sent it to Suits right away, and then I'm going, oh, damn it, I should have sent sure it to no. Paul. Because <laughs> awesome. all you'd have to do is crawl under that triumph he's got. Oh, <laughs> that is fun. But how I can't do wait to, to do it to somebody. How do you get it to... All you have to do is zip tie it. Just get a bunch of zip ties and find a cross member or something underneath the, the car. Oh, my and, God. And, I'm doing yeah. this to my brother. Yeah, we got to do it to Paulie, Joe. I got a better guy I want to do it to. <gasps> no. I mean, you can just think of the people you'd like to do hey. it to. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm no, virtually guys, every, everybody in the garage right now. I'm doing, I'm doing it to Dan. I'm doing it to Ginny. I'm doing it to you guys, Rob. You guys. I'm doing it to everybody. Royce. Yes. 
Royce, oh, yes. can you imagine? Yes. What is? Why is there whistling? Car's making harmonica sound. Is it the propeller? <laughs> the propeller. And you know the tone will change based on the speed, right? Hey, council members, don't feel bad about your signature on your certificate. Watch, this is how I'm doing them. <laughs> Finding some certificates here. Here, Phil Norgard, a new council member. Watch this. Boom. Look at that. Go. 100% authentic. There it is. And this is Ryan Erickson. Here you go. Boom. Boom. Shaka laka. Is that added value that they get to see their sure. certificate sure. being signed? Why not? <laughs> Can you imagine? Joe, it's so, the pitch increases when I go over 40. Did you see the news about the Minneapolis Council? Wanna re, they want to recall Hyundais and Kias? I, I I think we need to talk about that. I, I did see that, and I was despondent. No. Uh, and Mary see. lost one yesterday when the uh, judge decided to keep open access available. Yeah. We need to discuss, too, the threat to the Constitution is not just coming from Mysterians. Ooh. Oh, what do you got? This... Somebody named uh, you sitting on something. Posubiak spoke at the conservative action, the CPAC deal. Okay. Yeah. And and he was saying we need to get elected and redo the turn this into basically a Christian nationalist country. That's oh. about like what Hitler said. He is, okay. and don't let me uh, defend a, a conservative idiot, but he's. Uh, I mean, he's a nutcase. To, yeah. I think most people know that. Which doesn't explain why they have them talking at CPAC, but but uh, but CPAC's kind of become a nutcase thing. Yeah. Um, but he he is widely considered to be. Boy, I don't know. I'm trying to think of somebody the equivalent. What's of his it. first name? Jack. Rick. Jack Bosibiak, right? Yeah. Yeah. He calls himself an actor, and yeah, Bosobiak, I guess. Sorry. Um. Joe, what? I need, or do you want me to wait? Oh, I'm sorry, uh, Richard Hughes. I just need Sioux Falls. Your signature is really horrible. <laughs> it's going to get worse for Scott Shelberg. Kenny, I need Seafoam. The Chell? Hey, I got a bone to pick. Let's Maybe go. the council could, would like to hear this. Huh. Uh -oh. I wanted to hear our own podcast yesterday. Yeah. I wanted huh. to go back and listen. Mm -hmm. to the Arnie Carlson podcast. Okay. Mm -hmm. It said, I can't, only town council members could. I it's, can't it, access the archives of podcasting? Nope. And I have you. an issue. Uh, when we resolve this, I have an issue, too. Me, too. I guarantee you clicked on the wrong thing oh. on the website. At because, his age, he could do that? Because there's two <laughs> separate categories. You pulled it up on your phone, I assume. Yeah. <clears throat> And then I, I bet you clicked on the video portion that's exclusive to town council members only, not the prior podcast. Uh, if if I had time, uh, maybe I will after the show. I, I think you got time. I'll, I'll show you what I did. Okay. It had nothing to do with a bleeping video. <laughs> Here's my issue. Kenny's issue. Issue four. When I pulled the plug on Krabby, Ross, and I know you're listening, Ross, so I'm addressing this to you, Ross. You were so angry at me that you hid all the episodes of Krabby, and the only way you can find them on the Garage Logic website is to go uh, go to the search thing and find them. They will not come up on the other podcast tab. 
So, Ross, I'm on to you, and I know how much you hate me, but I pulled the plug. And... Can't GLers, town council or not, go back and listen to any podcast they want to? Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, I know. But yeah. I couldn't. Not me, the mayor. I couldn't do it. Issue yeah. five, yeah. Eleanor Cliff. You don't have access. <laughs> um, Jack Germundo. <laughs> I have an issue now. I have not heard a recent table talk with Rookie's family for about a year and well, a half here now. Are there might be what a block? Is... What sent me off, uh, Matthew, is Table Talk is right there at the top. <laughs> Easy to access Table Talk. Oh, okay. Can't find the crabby thing uh, anywhere. Joe, I might need to. <laughs> and there's actually two or three crabbies that I'm not ashamed of. Hi, Ross. What do I want to hear that and now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, See? it's Garage Logic. This is the Arnie Show. Kenny Olsen. Yeah, yeah, but you're on the council. You're on the town council? No. Why am yeah. I not on the town council? No, no. Who's in the council? Well, you, you are. Yeah, we all are. You, you just are. have to sign Because I am. Oh, yeah. If you guys want to kill time with this BS, I'll show you what I did. We actually should be doing this on the air, but... Watch now. I, here's how I listen to Gio. You want to listen? You want to explain to me why? You want to focus? I'm shutting this off. Here's how I get GL every day. Huh? I go to Google. Oh, God. Jesus. Google. It's the Google, I'm by done. the way. Come out. And I go, yeah. I put in the letter G, yep. and Garage Logic just pops up. Huh. And, I, and I hit go. And there's yesterday's show. Look at that. And that the yeah. magic of and radio it says recent episodes. Uh, okay, I hit recent episodes. No, I got it. No, I got it. I got it. And I got and uh, it. I can't uh, I, uh, hear more podcasts. I this is why. the equivalent. This admission is like admitting that you poop in your pants every single day. That is so sad and pathetic. Not wow. every day. It's so, the equivalent I, of I, saying, well, what, I crap my pants. Well, what did I do? So, yeah. I, may I? May I? May I? May I? Yesterday, 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 you were trying to. I'm not doing the show today. Okay. Yesterday. No, unless Kenny turns off the TV, I'm not doing the show. I will leave the building. How do you know he has? Well, I don't have to put up. He already with this. admitted it. There's Turn the race, damn thing off. There's snowmobile racing. I don't on. care. Yesterday, okay, in a off. desperate attempt no, to there pull up the Governor yeah, Carlson is. audio because you were writing about it, you panicked. You got frustrated. You couldn't find it because that's what you were writing about, right? Yeah. Okay. So you couldn't see you. (laughs) So all you needed to do was just pull up the website. What website? Garage Logic. Garage Logic. Yeah. What what am I accessing every day when I go to listen to the show? I'm going to guess you're pulling. Are you pulling up the GL website when you do it that way? Pulling up the GL podcast. Yep. You should have that. I don't know. You should have that on your home screen. Yeah, so yeah. all you have to do is hit GL. That's you what want, comes up. Do you want me to that's just make? Yeah, up. that's our website. But do you want me to just make a shortcut on your yeah, phone for yeah, that? Yeah, make a tab for him. Do it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. And then change his diaper, too. <laughs> do whatever you got to do. So if I want to listen to a show from two months ago, I can. Do what you got to do, Bobby. The sudden karate kid. Do what you Matt, gotta yeah, gotta sweep the leg. Like this. Like this, Matt? Matt? That's the crane. The crane technique. That crane thing? Yeah, the crane technique. What are the ads? Uh, right, no can defend. Right. Joe, I need a Sioux Falls development out of you. Yeah. 
Kenny, I need a sea foam. Rookie, I need you to do zero res, Masonic, and welter. What about renewal? Renewal is just the mention before this day in history. And let's also really push frontline today. Yeah, let's do it at least three times. And Joe, you need to lead the way here. I just did a video for it. Okay, good. It means more when you bring it up than Chris and I. Yeah, will you will you do it at the end of the first segment what instead of Sioux Falls? Uh, a, a drawer full of cash that goes to the families yes. in need? Yes. Is there a lot of uh, overhead? Um, do they have a suite of offices somewhere? No, I no, it's it's minimalistic. It's not they're they're not spending money on uh, fancy chairs. Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores. Are you ready, Joe? Yeah. Okay. I, I forgot to pee. <laughs> Fratelloni's Hardware and Garden Stores brings your Garage Logic podcast number 1,252. Wow. 223.24. I think either yesterday, today, or tomorrow. It's exactly the uh, two-year mark since the uh, Ruskies invaded Ukraine. It's been going on for two years. 59 ah. degrees on this day in 1958 and 25 below on this day in 1889. And last year, on this day, December, this day, February 7 inches of snow. Wow. Hail the flashlight, King. But see, that was last winter. You could, I would have gladly talked over that. Okay. This that was last winter, which was the last winter we've ever had. So it's yeah. it's no wonder that <laughs> right. we got seven inches last According year. On to Paul this day. Douglas certainly. No, is. there's people that think this is the last one. So that's fine. Uh, this year and from here on out, there'll never be another snowfall. Hail the flashlight king. <laughs> And now, from the mayor's office above the boathouse on the east shore of Spoon Lake, it's Garage Logic with Chris Reavers manning Technology Corner, Kenny Olson from the Krabby Coffee Shop, John Height in the newsroom, and of course, the rookie. Here is your flashlight king, fireworks commissioner, and the keeper of common sense, your mayor, Joe Sushir. Got some great emails today. Uh, Mark Tadich writes. Now he's got a real problem here. This is going to be an interesting case to solve for GLers. I took the broken part of a cookie, about the size of a quarter, from a holiday gas station. They have me on camera eating it at the checkout counter. I am now being charged with shoplifting. And have to go before a judge next Tuesday. What? This occurred in Brainerd, and the store manager stated he felt violated. Any thoughts, Mark? I thought this was going to be a punchline. He's a GLer, so he's got to know what we're going to say. Well, I say throw the book at him and lock him up for a year. Well, that's a that's a <laughs> little harsh, Joe. Yeah, a little harsh. He's my. I'm saying he's a GLer. He knows what he did wrong. Go to the court date and hope that the judge throws this out because it's absurd. Oh, first of all, I can't believe. Is this true? It oh, could oh, be. It could be true because it's really far away from the country's tallest buildings where people still expect honesty. 
Yeah. He walked up to the counter and he he's saw it on free... this quarter size hunk of cookie. He probably saw leftovers somewhere. Right. Well, that makes me nervous, though. Why is he picking up a yeah, What a rube. Why would he do that? That's neither here nor there, Matt. Hi, well, that Kenny. was the temptation, <laughs> you know? <laughs> well, we have people on the staff who would do that. Yeah. 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 I would put it in my coming. snack pouch. Yeah, you have a little pouch for um, like Did he offer to pay for said cookie? He this, not I, I read you the entire email. I know. I'm, I'm asking a follow-up question. You ask me to be curious all the time. Well, I can't. Oh, how in the hell would I know? Why start today, huh? Right. Yeah. Just, Why <laughs> start with an idiotic question based on me not God. having oh, the information? Uh, he asks you to oh, take wow. part, and when you take part, you That's get persecuted. Right. That's uh, right. Uh, Your Honor, follow-up question. <laughs> yes, sir. What kind of a cookie was it? See, again, I you don't know. What kind of uh, no further questions, please. <laughs> oatmeal raisin. If it's oatmeal raisin. Point of <laughs> law. <laughs> Well, it turns out I was in a gas station. I took a little piece of cookie. Now I'm being prosecuted. Well, let me tell you something. You's wrong. Uh, Mark, I don't know what to tell you, but Kenny's probably right. Go to court and basically say, are you kidding me? Or go to court and give him a buck for the cookie. I, your your I, Honor, uh, tell him the truth and then say, Your Honor, I'm at your mercy. I wish we had more information, though, from this guy saying... How was he called out? The store manager was offended. That was answered in the email. He felt violated. He was Matthew. captured on camera. So he called <coughs> the cops. The store clerk apparently did. Sure. And the store clerk said he felt violated. And again, that tells me this is a long way from the country's tallest buildings. So I believe the Brainerd part. In other words, he was he was up there, and uh, I think. That person doesn't know what violated means. No, I don't yeah. either. I'm I'm thinking about the video I saw yesterday of four people with armfuls of clothes that were walking out of a Target somewhere in the United States and getting in a car and driving away without being accosted by any of the employees. I take you now to San Francisco. Hmm. I love the Segways. A generations-old hardware store. So this will hit the, hit the hearts of GLers. Yep. A generations-old hardware store, Fredrickson Hardware and Paint, in California, is forced to go above and beyond to protect its shoppers as the state's crime wave continues to rise. Fredrickson Hardware and Paint, a long-standing shop front in the Cow Hollow Marina area of San Francisco, will now provide shoppers with a staff member to escort them through the shop. We really weren't given a choice. I mean, we have to keep our employees safe and our customers safe. When they're coming in to do snatch and grabs, that was the final straw. Store manager Sam Black told local news outlet Fox 2, one of the television stations in Frisco. Uh, Fredrickson Hardware and Paint is seen from the street. That's a cut line. It's a shock. This has been happening maybe all over the city and other parts of the country. Now it's finally reaching Cow Hollow. Blank, black continued. All right, let me nip this in the bud. Could one of you ne'er-do-wells uh, figure out where this Cow Hollow section is? It sounds like it might be in San Francisco proper. Shoppers will now be walked through the store, a hardware store, where you want to pick through the nuts and bolts of life. Shoppers will now be walked through the store by a personal attendant from the moment they walk in up until the moment they leave. He's right up. 
She's right off the 101, Joe, in San Francisco. It's one of its most well-known and desirable neighborhoods. World-class boutique shopping, diverse housing market, easy proximity to recreational activities. Is it close to downtown? It looks like it. <clears throat> I'm gonna, I haven't seen the map yet. They've I had not previously heard of Cow Hollow, but Cow has a has a familiarity in San Francisco. The 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 city's arena was known as the Cow Palace. Yeah, yeah. I believe a lot yeah. of people have chose to chosen move there. Oh. <laughs> uh, this will not I'll go on the highlight out. reel. It's off of <laughs> Lombard Street. Let's write down close to the water. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, Fredericks' hardware and paint hopes the increased awareness and attention to each shopper will dissuade would-be criminals from continuing to ransack the store with snatch and grabs that threaten to put it out of business. The San Francisco site, that's another cut line, stories about high-profile companies around the San Francisco area closing shop or hiring extra security have made grim headlines in recent months. Target closed its downtown Oakland location last year after police responded to more than 100 smash-and-grab thefts and similar incidents in 2023. In-N-Out recently announced its sole Oakland burger joint closing. The first wow. time in the company's history it had to make such a decision due to rampant burglaries, property damage, and armed robberies in the area. A picture shown a Denny's also closed down last month because of a crime epidemic. Blue Shield, Clorox, and Kaiser Permanente, the largest employer in Oakland, have issued warnings to employees, hired security guards, or taken other actions in response to the crime surge in the city. And may I add, you know, I don't often cite Twitter, or known as X, but sometimes you can't, you're scrolling through it looking for something, and you might come across a video uh, as I did yesterday, of a police officer. Uh, well, two videos. One was a police officer who was getting routinely slugged in the face by a black woman, a very large woman, heavy okay. set. So her punches carried some weight. And his partner happened to be a black police officer. He watched his white partner take a few of these hits and then stepped in and decked this woman oh. <laughs> because the white officer obviously was so trained that he better not this is, could be that a trap he sit here. there and took it. Wow. <clears throat> the other one I saw was a black female motorist was pulled over uh, because and uh, uh, because the cop smelled a great deal of weed in her car. Okay, she got weed. And then the uh, the checks they do on the license plate revealed that the license plate didn't belong on her black MDX. They came off a stolen Saturn, and she was confronted about this and just said, "Well, I'm not getting out of the car." Hmm. Yeah. I legally parked right here on the side of the street. The yeah. cop said, you're under arrest. I have to confront you about this. And yeah. he was patient. It took him five minutes. You have to get out of the car. She just refused. Finally, he pulled her out of the car. My point being that the decline of moral and ethical integrity, which includes a complete breakdown of the civil contract, is rampant in this country. Yeah. It's part yeah. of the downfall of this country. Are people refusing to obey simple instructions from authorities? Yeah, those two examples you cited, the internet is 
chock-a-block with that sort of thing. Yeah, right. It's just, it's happening thousands of times every day. That's what our police are dealing with. There are guys, I'm sure you've seen them, Kenny, on Twitter or X, I guess, uh, who basically put out training videos, how to ignore police when they stop you. Oh, those videos make me so angry. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's impossible to yep. watch without being angry. Yep. Yep. I saw a funny one. What did the, what was it? I can't think of it. Oh, cop says, uh, what's your name? She says, Frida. Frida what? Frida go. So she's, thank you. It takes <laughs> off. <laughs> Come on. <Yeah>. Frida go. <laughs> but then I saw another one. Uh, honest to God, I, I'm loath to mention these things, but my God, as Kenny said, and John said, they're all over the interwebs. It was a black teacher in a high school situation oh, yeah. and a black student endlessly in the front of the room, defying any authority whatsoever, kept calling the teacher the N word. And the teacher took it and took it and took it. And the most disappointing part of the video was that all the other kids were doing it was filming and, and guffawing. They weren't, none of them were compelled to display any, humanity or civility at all and it went on and on mm. and on and when did you know it was going to go down uh I, well when the teacher finally approached the guy and just decked him no you knew it was about to go down when the teacher took off his glasses yeah, yeah. oh so the situation was resolved and then i suppose the teacher got fired right well i was just going to say i don't know what happened to the teacher but uh, I don't envy these teachers if that's what they're putting nope. up with. It, it says a lot about where we're at as a society, just on the behavior of the rest of the students, that they would just sit there passively and either laugh or tape it or not do anything that's at exactly all. exactly what they did. Yeah. They laughed and taped it. Yeah, it's, it says a lot about and where then, we're at. And then when the, when the teacher finally reacted, all you got was a bunch of cheering and ooing and eyeing. Oh, yeah. Eyeing. Ooing yeah. and eyeing. Mm. But I think that that's an indication of, of also where we're at. Where there's just so many people out there who are unwilling to get involved because they're afraid of retribution. What's, they just oh, are. what's coming? What do you um, mean? What's coming? Uh, reckoning. Well, Thank you. No, okay. it, it's here. It's here. So yesterday well, the reckoning, we were... The reckoning would... would uh, imply a change wouldn't it wouldn't the reckoning imply that we've had this this cannot continue oh that's a good point yeah i okay. i don't think it's hyperbole to say doesn't make any difference where you live it doesn't make any difference what your socioeconomic status is it doesn't make any difference if you're an honest tax-paying god-fearing citizen no one is safe from the decline of moral and ethical integrity. It's happening in every corner of every city, the closer you get to the country's tallest buildings. And then you have this foul criminal in Brainerd who took a piece of cookie. So it's happening <laughs> everywhere. Listen, remember yesterday we talked about the trans athlete, a, a guy that had trans, trans to a girl and he had a beard and he was in high school. And uh, he, what did he do? He, 
he threw he th- he would uh, in the act of wrestling for the ball he just inevitably was throwing all the other girls to the right. to the floor and causing injuries right yeah and this of course inspired rage with me and i was wondering why uh, nobody went out there and punched this guy why a teacher or a student or a parent went out there i got a Email from uh, our guy Bob in Alexandria. I totally agree with the bearded basketball baboon. He needed a good ass kicking. Then I thought about my love for guns and or the repercussions of a violent offense that would have for sure been recorded. Then I thought about fighting injustice like the idiots stopping traffic by sitting on 35W. The parents should have just done a sit-in and refused to get off the court. That's a good point. The parents should have gone out there, sat down, and stopped the whole thing from point, uh, happening. The refs should have also ejected him for a flagrant foul. It's really sad. And Bob makes a good point. The parents should have just gone down there and done one of those ridiculous sit-ins and made the whole thing stop. Nonviolent. I, I, I cannot contest that. I, I agree. No. Somebody's got to step in. The game did stop it only because the team with the, the team females the said, game. "Hey, you know what? We're, we don't want any more people hurt. We're we're done." Yeah, it, it shouldn't stop. have come to that. It shouldn't nope, have come to that. Not at all. Hail the flashlight king! Hail, Hail you. you! I previously I previously sent you my income tax documents for the township trustee position I currently hold at the outrageous salary of twenty five dollars a year. This is Chuck in Alabama. He's uh, referencing the uh, the corrupt mayor of Dalton, uh, Illinois, who's been stealing the taxpayers blind, however, allegedly. Today, I listened to you stumble upon the salaries of the school board members that dwell in the land of the tall buildings. Well, I also previously served as a school board member for around 10 years while the kids I used to have were in the local public school. I will not be providing my tax documents because I made exactly zero for those years. Hmm. Out here where the tall buildings happened to be grain elevators, the people that I served with did so because it was important to our small towns that we hold on to local control of our most important resources against the pressures of the mystery. No one ever expected to be paid and no one stayed too long. Seems to me that you folks in the big city are begging the mystery to take control of those important resources by paying handsomely for Mysterians or worse to bring their ideas to reality. Essentially, public resources, your money, are being used to provide well-paying jobs for activists that otherwise could not make a living peddling their BS. Our crusty and tight-fisted board was intent on keeping track of every one of those tax dollars there is an enormous difference in the outcomes. Good luck, Chuck, in Alabama. Isn't that splendid? That's a piece of America that's gone. But that did you get the email I sent you from our friend? Yes. Uh, do I have that here? You the, may read it. The, um, just listen to you guys and your clip on Minnesota, Minneapolis school board members' salaries. Way back when, a couple of friends were on the local small town school board. The members did not take a salary. Also, for several years, the teachers did not take a raise. The district barely had enough money to buy toilet paper. Then the state stepped in and said they had to take a salary and the teachers had to accept a raise. Small town schools could be very efficient if the state government wasn't involved. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know what it's like in Sioux Falls, but they uh, 
they are telling us that it's extraordinarily better in Sioux Falls, particularly if you're thinking about relocating, you take a look around at what's happening in Minnesota, and you might think, you know what? I've got a growing business here. I really like it. I want to grow it, but I'm not sure if Minnesota is the best place. You might want to take a look at Sioux Falls. They have available buildings, build-ready sites, get your company up and running fast, and you can make some money in Sioux Falls because uh, they don't have the tax situation that we do. Uh, these companies that have moved there are, all, are already enjoying shorter commutes, safer streets, quality of life excellence. Join them and discover that they have productive people, affordable land, reduced red tape, fewer taxes. Let's go. And higher profits, which is what capitalism is all about. But we're surrounded by people attempting to undo capitalism, not in Sioux Falls. Maybe 2024 is the time to make your move. Find out all the information you need at SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. That's one word, SiouxFallsDevelopment.com. Scratching it off? Got it. You got one more left. Yep. Let's talk about the Kias. <clears throat> Rook, I need one of yours here, please. Got it. The uh, pictures from that hardware store look pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. Pretty, pretty cool. It's very you know, there, were, there was a piece on one of the Cohen brothers and his wife. Yeah. In the Minneapolis that. paper today. Yeah. And I've, I've always been a Cohen brothers fan until I saw the picture of Cohen and his wife. Wearing masks on the set. And I thought, you P word. Joey, we're huh? live and let live when we're it comes to masks. I don't want to live and let live. Hey, well, how about we got helium found in Minnesota? Can we talk about that? No, we didn't. How much will it cost me news if, uh, you know, to drill? I'm going to save it for the news, John. You okay. Do it. I, All right. I want to drill down in my backyard 1,500 feet, see what's down there. Let's go. I bet you'd find something. China. That's a lot. Probably that's find longer that, than 1,500 feet. That's that tough because you'd have to go uh, through the core of the earth. Yeah, what's I'd that find that Oak Island that's, treasure. That's warm. There's some neat stuff for sale. I wish I was more of a state fair aficionado. I'd be interested. There's well, yeah, some neat that. state fair stuff for yep. sale memorabilia pedal cars and little carts and uh corn dog sticks ride seats from the old rides and uh we ready i i i what's coming up on the ride rookie is going to do an ad here and then we're going to go back to programming it's going to be a 10 minute ad most likely no probably 67 seconds no 61 i have seven seconds of quality stuff two three it's the end of the world as we know it, and he feels fine. Joe Souchere. I know Joe Souchere, and I know that if his air conditioning unit, his heating unit, or whatever was making funny noises, he would want it looked at. Well, I'll tell you who to call Garage Logicians and Joe Souchere. It's Ray N. Welter Heating. Welterheating.com has certified technicians that serve the entire metro area and have been doing so for the last 120 years. That's four generations. That's certified techs that look at your heating unit, your cooling unit. If you want to wake up that AC, 
You might have to if it's going to be warm all summer here. Well, at some point, you got to turn it on to make sure it's ready. Tune-ups, uh, fixes, whatever the case may be, welterheating.com can help you. If you go to that website and click on the blog, you might have your questions answered for free. Questions, comments, feedback, concerns. That's Ray N. Welter at welterheating.com, 612-825-6867, To me, there's no greater example. Huh? How do I say this? Go. There's no greater example of uh, our decline than uh, Minneapolis continuing to insist that the theft of Hyundais and Kias is the fault of the car. That's uh, that's stupid. Uh, that if you would have told me that you know back when I was in high school or college, I, I, it, it would have been unthinkable, un, unthinkable to. Mm-hmm to think we would come to that. And the Minneapolis City Council wants Hyundais and Kias recalled. They want How them taken off the street. How much power do they really think they have? Was this before or after the ceasefire discussion? Yeah, right. Did they have the recall discussion? This is after the ceasefire discussion. Okay, good, good. But to, because they're, apparently they're too easy. Is it really easy? Think about it for a minute. First of all, isn't it really a door problem and not an ignition problem? Are Hyundai and Kia no, doors easier to break open? It, it's the ignition problem. Yeah, yeah, but it's still you have to dismantle the steering column and then mm. get in there with whatever wiring system you need. I haven't. I don't know how to do it. My Just, point is, yeah. it's not the car's fault. Oh, and it goes beyond that. But by dismantling, they just break it open. It's just that plastic shroud thing. And then they just jam a thing in there and break it, and away we go. What's really interesting in this article, and I didn't realize this, the theft, it's a problem for all Kia and Hyundai owners because these criminals are idiots. And so they'll break into cars that have fixed this already, and they go through all the motions, and then they can't get it started. Mm-hmm. And so then the owner is left there with a broken steering column and a broken window. But it, why is it that much harder to steal uh, a Lincoln MKX? Hmm. You still have to break in. You still have to wreck the steering column. Then you expose the ignition components what? What? Why are they different? What? That would be just as difficult, or just what's, as easy. What's the power plant in the MKX? I suppose it's a six-cylinder. I don't know. Oh, in 2023 yeah, in Minneapolis, there were 4,520 thefts involving Kia or Hyundai. Hmm. In St. Paul, 694 thefts. So four times six is twenty-four. Four times as many. Four times. No. Nope. Eight Oopsie. times. Six. Math. Eight times there we as go. many. Right? Uh-huh. Eight times. <laughs> no, sixteen. No, no. four. Oh my god. Eight. No, thirty-two. Sixty-four. Happy. I, I was wondering. Like... It's such an ab- abandonment of even the expectation of personal responsibility that it, it's hard. I can't, I can't identify with this thinking. 
I can't identify with these elected people. Thank you. Uh, coming to the conclusion that the behavior is not the problem, it's the car. I can't, I can't get there. I but, can't get But why there. are they wasting... Why are they wasting their time? Because they know they can't call for a Minneapolis recall. That's that's not doable. So why waste time on it? I don't know. You mean a politician might be purely doing this? And, and here's yeah. here's what's disappointing about that, Matthew. Uh, this Elliot Payne nut job from Ward One is the one that uh, slapped this all together, and every single one of the council members signed on, even our gal in, in the fourth, Latricia. They all signed on. They all think it's a good idea. Gosh. Not one of them has the common sense to say what we've been saying. And you know what else I find disappointing? I went to the old Google. Steering wheel locks start at $25. And that's a visual deterrent. You walk up to a car, you see the steering wheel locked, you move on. And in... And in attempting to shift blame for theft to the person who made the item that gets stolen, how are they going to account for these thefts have been involved with five homicides, 13 shootings, 36 robberies, and 265 crashes? Good point. Good what, point. What, what about that stuff? So now are the, are the deaths and the shootings, are they the fault of the automobile too? No, uh, they would be the fault of the gun if that was well, involved. In our <laughs> right, right, right. Yes. You know the other problem. The other problem <laughs> that these kids really don't know how to drive. Two hundred yeah. and two hundred and sixty-five crashes is outrageous. They yeah. don't have a dad at home who set up the two garbage barrels. Yep. Uh, 50 feet apart and teaching the kid to parallel park and then get in the car with him and drive around right. the block. Right. That isn't happening. You have the they fight, have no, the obligatory fight. They have no concept about body roll or pushing in corners or front wheel drive versus, they have no concept. So they're just driving them around like they're slot cars and then they crash. It's kind of shocking, Minneapolis City Council President Elliot Payne said Wednesday. Payne is the lead sponsor of a resolution signed by all 13 city council members that yeah, was 13. approved yesterday. The resolution calls on the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration to initiate a national recall of Kia and Hyundai vehicles not equipped with the technology to prevent theft. And Mayor Fry is expected to sign it. Last year, Fry and Melvin Carter in St. Paul and, and Attorney General Keith Ellison called on the two automakers to voluntarily recall the roughly 4 million vehicles that are vulnerable because they weren't made with immobilizers that would render them undrivable without a key. Their thinking is so narrow, the council. It's so, it's so Jake. stunted. Jake. Because, uh, oh, Everybody can always figure out a way to steal something. Yep. So so now you're going to recall all the Hyundais and Kias in, uh, with the presumption that that's going to make them theft-proof. Well, what if another way is discovered to steal the car? Then there, what are you there will do? be another way. Then what are you going to do? This is what the criminals do. Imagine the incredible cost associated with the recall. 
And then think about who's going to bear the burden of that cost in the future. Not the car Elliot buyers. Payne. No, the car buyers, the people that have to buy them. So now your affordable car just went up a couple thousand dollars. Uh, Payne, who apparently is an automotive engineer uh, on the side, <laughs> believes that <laughs> believes that this is a failure of engineering design. Wow! <laughs> Couldn't be written any better. Car manufacturers, because it's aside from the mandate to drive an EV, are not necessarily government entities. They uh, they have rooms full of people who try to keep the cost down. For example, in all Porsches, do you know why the key is on the left side of the dashboard? On the left side of the street. Because that's wheel. the side of the street you drive on. No. Oh. It's because at the very beginning, it saved Porsche that much money in wire to run it across to the other side really? of the steering wheel. Yes. Wow. They're constantly thinking of these things. So so what really what what Payne wants to do and the other 13, it, this is tantamount to them blaming the engineers for discovering a cost cutting measure. The right. engineers, uh, which which hmm. would never occur to a civil human being to even wonder about. Mm -hmm. uh, it wouldn't come into your consciousness, I'm buying a Kia because it's easy to steal. That doesn't come into your consciousness. I'm buying a Kia because it's at a price point that I can afford or a Hyundai that I can afford. And one of the reasons, presumably, it's going to amount to 25 cents or something, but, you know, multiply 25 cents by however many millions of cars Hyundai and Kia sell a year. So right. it's going to come down to, uh, yeah, the engineers figure out a way to save 32 cents on each car. And as you, what's your problem? Nothing. As you, as you play that out over time and multiply it, it's a great reason why Hyundais and Kias might be more affordable than another brand you happen to be looking at. But so what we have is the city council condemning engineering for adhering to capitalism, basically. Well, we have to design cars that can't be stolen. Capitalism is evil, as you know. I looked it up uh, on the Porsche. The reason it's on the left-hand side of the steering column is the guy was left-handed. <laughs> original owner, I believe. Right. So, so to save the wire. Why don't you look it up for real and see what they say? Because that's just pointless information. No, it isn't pointless information, <laughs> you idiot. Uh, all right. I looked up pointless. You know, if John Candy was a Porsche engineer, you would have known all about it. Porsche. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Why? So you remember we went through this a year or so ago, right? And Ellison actually lost launched yes. an investigation into the companies to determine if they violated Minnesota's consumer protection and public um nuisance laws. He wanted them to say that this was a safety issue. Mm -hmm. And, of course, the manufacturers told them to, you know, take a flying leap.
I got it. Go. This is from wheelsguru.com. I'm unfamiliar, but maybe you know of the site. As the start flag would be waved, the drivers had to jump in their cars and start them to race through the tracks. The Porsche engineers later on realized that changing the location of the ignition to the left would save time as compared to that required for the traditional car start in the Le Mans race. I also read that it had to do with the amount of wire required to manufacture, you know, 10,000 okay. cars. Some good reading there, huh? Yeah. The ignition <laughs> allowed a Porsche driver to start the car while shifting into gear and steering off. Oh, there you go. Sure. Okay. I mean, really, how much time are we talking? It's not like you stop and ate lunch. It's oh, it's critical. It's, you, no, you it's have critical. no idea. Yeah, you you no don't. Idea. don't. I, mean, you should, I drove. You I don't went, even change your I went around. Car. I was in Elkway. So the, the racing <laughs> aspect of that. Elkway. Elkway. It's a new Elkway. track. It's a brand new track. <laughs> I drove the track at Elkhart Lake. Dirt track? No. Okay, now you're just hurting my feelings. Okay. Joe. Is the <laughs> racing well, they wouldn't let us go over 50 miles an hour? Is the okay, racing component of that does that make any sense? Yes, it makes a great deal of sense. I I am under the impression that I did read about wire. It's maybe it was a Peter Egan column or something, but I read oh. about wire years ago. Yes. Also on the left uh, side of the steering column. The ignition key is there to uh, save on wiring and modern <laughs> not stuff. To, not to be tedious here, Joe. Are we talking le left-hand drive or right-hand drive? Left-hand drive. Never mind. It, it's <laughs> the, Pointless information. We kind of drove off the road there. The larger, point is, the larger point is... Auto manufacturers, given given that we've elected the wrong people all over the country, automobile manufacturers will be expected from here on out to manufacture cars that can't be stolen. Ferdinand Porsche was born in 1875. He died in Germany in 1951. No word on whether he was left-handed. Got it. You see? Ferdinand. Volkswagen. Marcos. Hitler's car. No, it was the people's car. Eh, Hitler. I apologize to the yellers. People of Garage Logic for my uh, if you were offended colleagues. conversation. I can't seem to proper attire. Keep any of this under control. And I I apologize. Things like that happened. Thank you. Hello, Joe. Hi. Hail you. How you doing, Joe? Lisa the Uper. Yep. Upper Peninsula. That's right. <laughs> All registered voters in, is it Gogebic? Yeah. Yeah, Gogebic. Gogebic County received an application for absentee voting for the last presidential election. I have a friend who received three applications. <laughs> One for <laughs> him. One for his brother, who was dead for 15 years, mm. and one for his wife, who was a resident in a nursing home in neighboring Wisconsin and has been for a couple of years. My friend is as honest as the day is long, but not everybody is dot, dot, dot. I like to vote in person on Election Day. I love that tradition. We do have to show ID at our polling places, always pushing back. Uper Lisa. I got a great email today today from a guy named Dan McGrath, who I 
have heard from previously, I did not know he was a savant of the election process. Okay. I did not know his he main was deal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And we're going to have him as a guest. And right off the bat, we can correct one thing, John. You don't need an ID. You do not need an ID. Room. Dan and I traded some emails after that email, and uh, you do not need an <gasps> ID. Did to Dan vote F- in Minnesota? So Dan, FYI, Mr. Well, FYI. Dan, Dan is, uh, when you, the email is very long and in-depth and explains many things about elections. He's written books about this. He's been yeah, an advisor. Wow. For, and yeah. I, was uh, he, was he me, nice? Yes. Let oh, me read great, you his yeah. first paragraph. Is it, is it, was it Dan McGrath? Yes. Yeah. What time are you playing? That's that happened. Uh, I have a friend named Dan McGrath and he emailed me and I said, what time are we playing? And this Dan McGrath <laughs> called back and said, <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Yeah. Well, it, you know, there could be two damn McGraths. This is the well, voting. Well, right. even That's more ironic, Joe, as we talked about earlier, when you read this Dan McGrath's email, he says he was involved in a court case against your Dan McGrath. Right. So it was right. Dan McGrath so, v. Why? Dan McGrath. I just want to establish one thing before we go any further, further or farther. I don't care. Uh, I, Dan McGrath, in his email to you, John, wasn't condescending in any manner. I'm trying to form. read it if you yeah, just shut up. Yeah, and then I'll tell yeah. you the follow-up because Joe didn't receive okay. the follow-up. But uh. Dear Mayor, esteemed counselors and aldermen, for the love of God, please just stop, <laughs> to, please just stop talking about our election systems. Every time you do, I end up screaming at my speakers because of the gross information you guys spread. John is beyond doubt the worst offender. And I'll give you, my wow. dear fireworks commissioner, some credit for trying. But none of you know what the bleep you're talking about. It's always more painful for me to listen to than when you're attempting math on the air. It's like nails on it's a bad. chalkboard. Ooh, and then he goes bad. on to list his credentials, which are splendid. Yes. He was employed by Minnesota Majority. Research I led into our election system resulted in the discovery of and prosecution of ineligible voters. My work on voter fraud led to numerous criminal convictions. There is no higher standard proof that I can think of. My work was featured in the lead chapter of Hans von Spakovsky, voting section, Justice Department attorney and Heritage Foundation fellow, John Funds, Wall Street Journal book, Who's Counting? It was the showcase feature in Eric Sean's hour-long Fox News documentary, Stealing Your Vote, on and on and on. The guy's written his own book about election fraud. And uh, Dan, I haven't contacted you yet, but please anticipate that I will. And I would love to have you come in. And one of the things I want to know from from this election expert is, has it been, have we fixed something that wasn't broken? Mm -mm. That's what I want to know. Okay. Because I maintain that uh, the election process has become confusing and you can't get the results you want without confusion. I think, and Dan talked about this in one of the later emails to me. He'll probably, if he comes on the show, talk about this. He said, they just keep adding layers of this thing, the same thing. Well, maybe we're even vote. maybe we're even going to convert you, John. Because well, on this subject, I think I'm converted. I, I, there's other yeah. parts of the election process I'm not, though. And yeah. as Dan and I talked about well, in emails, yeah. Well, let's not let's have them on right away. Let, let's have them on next week. Well, I'm going to get a hold of them. I'm gonna, I, yeah, right I, away. Uh, I did. In speaking for you guys, the first line to my first email to him was, 
if you think elections are the only thing we talk about that we don't know anything about, you're obviously oh, not listening God. to the show. Jesus so could write another book. <laughs> I think it would be fun to have both Dan's on at the same time. And you say, well, Dan, what do you think? And then they both start talking and they don't. The one could talk about Joe's awful backswing. Right. May we take a uh, time out and bring back John Height? We can, but I want to mention my friends at North American Banking Company. In fact, I was just on the phone with Mike uh, last night. He's the greatest, and here's why you should move your family's banking needs to North American Banking Company and ditch that big national bank. You get a personalized conversation from somebody. Yeah, that's not going to happen with your big national banks. North American Banking Company is locally owned and operated. When they first opened back in 1998, they made a promise to deliver a better banking experience for their customers where you know your banker and they know you. And while a lot has changed since then, this commitment to being a true community bank in the Twin Cities, well, that has not. And I have firsthand experience of that, and that's why I'm so glad that I made the switch to North American Banking Company. My location's in Roseville, but you can also see them at 50th and France, Hastings, Woodbury, Shoreview, and their new location in Maple Grove. And don't worry, they offer the same online and mobile banking options as the other banks, but with the unparalleled service of a community bank. And I did mention and they're locally owned and operated. Here's why that's a big deal. That means for you business owners, loan decisions are made right here in the Twin Cities. They don't send these out of state. So it helps you solve problems quickly and expand your business with confidence. They deal with numbers every single day, but you are never one of them. So check them out online today, nabankco.com to learn more. That's nabankco.com to learn more. It's banking done differently. North American Banking Company member FDIC is an equal housing lender. Let's mention the Frontline Foundation here for a moment. I know we've been doing a great job, and thanks to all of you GLers. Gentlemen, we've raised a lot of money for the Frontline Foundation, and we want to thank everybody for going to garagelogic.com and placing their donation. Uh, we've heard from a lot of GLers both via email and through social media. So we just personally wanted to thank you all for doing that. These well, two guys were cut down at the age of 27. The other guy was 40. They all left mouths to feed. I, I don't know how they what their family financial structure was, but that's neither here nor there. This is an example of where they need some help. Exactly. And getting over the loss of those, again, life just keeps going on. You still need to pay the electric bill. You still need to pay the mortgage. Um, I, I just, I think this is a great way for us as GLers to just chip in, chip in. For the whole club's got to chip in. And they've exhausted their coffers. So what we want to do is refill those coffers. And uh, I'm just throwing it down right now. I'm I'm placing a limit. We at least have to raise five thousand at the very very least. We need to raise uh, five grand. What are we just over a thousand right now, Chris? Where yeah, do you, something where like do you that. send the money? Thirteen hundred, I think. You go to GarageLogic.com. You can't miss the big giant banner ad that's on the homepage. Right there. Is there an there. address? Seriously, to send a check? There might be, but you you can easily donate online by going to GarageLogic.com. Well, how do you do that with a card? Yes. yes. Uh, I don't like that. I Such. want to send them a check. No. Such, here's what we want. We want you and everybody else to make an effort. It, making the effort is a bigger deal than the money. We know that. Just please make the effort. Well, what if it confuses yeah, it me? Come on, right Joe. Here. Oh, no, it's you super can do easy it. to do. Is there an address, man? There is not an address. What about if I wrote a check and walked it? I, I have this advantage over the public. 
and walked it down to Ross. Would that work? Yes. All right. That probably would work. Uh, once again, garagelogic.com. Click on that banner ad and help us help uh, all of the good people that are doing the Lord's work. Right. That's for sure. Garagelogic.com. And you have until this coming Sunday to make your donation. Thank you, gentlemen. 1425. Well, okay. Is what they have. So you just click on donate and. All right, Ken, I'll take a seafoam. And we're only going to do one news segment because we have Patrick. One? Gotcha. Okay. So, Johnny, when you get to your end of your new cat, oh, Jesus, please throw it to Rookie. Okay. At the end of your news. But before we break, does that make sense, Rook? Yep. Got it. Okay. Rookie. Who is Sydney Jordan Rook? She That's uh, a female. born in Illinois. God, all our legislators are from Illinois. She's 33. She a looker? Um, Doesn't matter. <laughs> she's a House of Representative looker. Is she an African-American woman? She is not. Uh, where was she educated? University of Minnesota. She got her BA here. In? Occupation? Uh, I don't know yet. Uh, nonprofit employee. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, let's see. Oh. Sorry, but we got to get going here. Oh, okay. It's almost one, and we still Let's have to go. get a newscast in before Pat. Sorry. Roland. Kenny, you ready? Hey, okay. Pat's not doing anything. <laughs> Here's a man who spends hours in hardware stores, sifting through the nuts and bolts of life. Joe Sushere. Hey, Katie, bring me some more grapes. I'm going to do a charge here. <laughs> I wish I had Wesley <laughs> Rub oil on me, too, while you're here. Oh, my God. Katie, are you whistling while we're driving? Here's John Height. Here's Kenny Olson. Here's I'm sorry. <laughs> so our uh, GL or Jason Wright uh, wrote, uh, wrote us, wrote it us uh, earlier this week. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he had a 2014 Ford Explorer, uh, almost undrivable at 170,000 miles because it would shake on acceleration. So Jason replaced all the plugs, the coils, did all that to no avail. So he thought, maybe, just maybe, it might be the transmission. Dumped in two cans of Seafoam TransTune and Viola. It drives like brand new, truly unbelievable. I even have a Ford Explorer story. Back in the 90s, I had... Two explorers and four transmissions. I wish I would have known about Seafoam uh, TransTune. It's a miracle drug for your ride, like everything else from uh, TransTune. You can also use it in your power steering if uh, the power steering is hanging up or acting sticky. The TransTune, the deep creep, top engine cleaner, the uh, engine treatment, it's all available for purchase almost everywhere. A local company with a global reach and a true miracle in a world of bad gas, Seafoam. Here's John Height. Thank you, Joe. This news brought to you by North American Banking Company. Uh, new info now on the murder of those first responders in Burnsville last weekend. According to a news release yesterday from the Bureau of Criminal Apprehension, officers first responded at 2 a.m. Gooden at the time refused to leave the house, insisted he was unarmed. Well, police entered the house, negotiated with him for about three and a half hours to try and get him to surrender peacefully. However, just before 5.30 in the morning, he started shooting without any warning, according to the BCA. A search warrant indicated Gooden retreated into a bedroom, barricaded himself inside before opening fire. Three, Yes, sir. Well, I was going to wait till you're done. Oh, okay. Uh, three police officers who were shot during the encounter, uh, encounter two died. One was injured. Uh, another... Uh, 
first responder, firefighter, paramedic was shot while giving aid to the wounded officers. The three men died of their injuries. The officer who was uh, injured uh, was taken to a hospital and released on Monday. Gooden continued shooting at emergency personnel. Uh, I don't know if you guys saw the video of them pulling away this armored vehicle. The mm-hmm. thing was shot to pieces, basically. Yeah, I saw that. It looked yeah. like Bonnie and Clyde's Ford. Exactly. Yep. The BCA said Officer Javier Jimenez did fire a sniper rifle at Gooden while he was shooting from the second floor window. Eventually, Gooden turned the rifle on himself. He was found dead when officers went inside. Investigators say Gooden fired more than 100 rounds during the encounter. Several guns in the stockpile of ammunition were found at the crime scene. Is it unreasonable to say that these coppers made a critical mistake in believing this guy in other words they went in the house and and apparently the guy's yelling at them i don't have any weapons or something and they they believed that i'm not gonna say they made an error well i'm not condemning them for making an error i'm saying that was that was an error to believe that apparently because they then talked for three hours yeah before this idiot started shooting but yeah. So what, I mean, what, I'm serious. What lesson do coppers have to learn from this? You, you, I guess you can't believe what you're hearing from the guy. You're responding to a horrible well, domestic abuse call. These cops were smart enough to realize the type of person they were dealing with based upon history. Well, uh, and then negoti- well, negotiate for no, that many weren't. hours. Yes, they were. Well, How? Negotiating for that so, many hours, though, and then we as civilians shouldn't be speculating on what they did or didn't do. But we just we just don't have any frame of reference whatsoever. We don't know what it's like. The only thing we know is these domestic violence calls are by far the most dangerous calls that police have to respond to. Then I'll leave it at this. They were lied to. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Right. Plus the seven kids in the building, I'm sure, came into the whole equation of what was going on, too, as far as negotiating, et cetera. So maybe they thought we better be in there for the sake of the seven kids. Mm -hmm. Well, that being said, I just donated online. It's super easy to do. Would you give them five bucks? I gave them 50. All right. Yeah. Anything doesn't matter. Five bucks, 50. Somebody else just gave 50. Somebody just gave 500. Somebody anonymous just gave 500 bucks. So we're up to $2,000. A judge has blocked a request by Hennepin County prosecutors to temporarily restrict public access to motions filed in the criminal case against Minnesota State Trooper Ryan Londrigan. Londrigan faces charges of second-degree murder, second-degree manslaughter, and first-degree assault in connection with the shooting death of Ricky Cobb II during a traffic stop on I-94 last summer. Hennepin County Attorney Mary Moriarty's office had argued there was an interest in a protective order restricting access to certain documents, particularly motions and attached evidentiary exhibits, due to concerns that uh, pretrial publicity could influence a jury trial. Prosecutors requested a two-day review period before making those files public. Uh, Judge uh, Tamara Garcia denied the motion, calling it premature and overbroad. Christopher Medell, an attorney representing Londegren, says the defense team is grateful for the court's orders. Our friends at Five Eyewitness News did reach out to the Hennepin County Attorney's Office for comment and still hasn't gotten a response. Metro Transit introduced its new team of agents with the Rider Investment Program yesterday. Transit Rider Investment Programs, otherwise called TRIP, 
agents will work to build a stronger official presence on transit in addition to on transit, excuse me, in addition to inspecting fares and issuing citations for not paying. Metro Transit says the introduction of trip agents brings a more official presence to the transit system as agents can help transit customers and answer questions. Before, only sworn officers could issue citations for not paying, but thanks to a new state law, trip agents can ask riders for proof of payment, and if you don't have it, you'll face a $35 fine. Joining the trip agents are police, community service officers, supplemental security at seven busy stops, and a group to address homelessness and mental health. And if these idiots install turnstiles and a means by which you cannot get on the train without a paid-for ticket. End of story. So, John, am I to assume that all of these trip agents will be accompanied by an armed officer? It doesn't say all. It just says there'll be officers on the Because what's going to stop, my question being then, what's going to stop the bad guy from simply slapping this guy or, you know? Yeah. Good question. Good yeah. question. Uh, interesting. You'll, you'll probably have to do your drugs in a separate car then from where the trip agent would be, Kenny. Yeah, it's like the... Um, like the train has the uh, the Listen, dining you car. idiots, have you ever tried walking or running and smoking meth at the same time? It's tough. almost impossible. Only right. the best can do it right. <laughs> Interesting story in the Star Tribune today. A <laughs> tiny Canadian company is hoping Minnesota's iron range could be the next source of a globally sought-after element, helium. Huh. Far, far from simply giving lift to balloons, the gas has become an essential ingredient in space exploration, semiconductor chip manufacturing, and some medical imaging. Large, and funny voices. I well, guess I didn't know what helium was. Is it mined as a liquid? I don't know. It it's turns mine. into a liquid at super low temperatures. Yeah. If you would have read the article, you would have known that. I did, well, and uh, I, I thought it, I thought you mine it as a liquid. According to our geologist, Stacy, her lab analyzed that first helium sample in 2011. Yeah, that's what the story says. Large pockets are rare, but by chance, drillers looking for platinum and palladium stumbled on what be a major reservoir locked in more than 1,700 feet of underground near Babbitt, Minnesota. And as Kenny said, that discovery in 2011 made the region part of a global hunt for the gas, which is becoming more expensive as U.S. supplies dwindle. The British helium-based company Pulsar Helium started its own drilling in the same area this month in an effort to see if the chance finding can turn into a viable business. Tom Abraham James, Pulsar's CEO, said we came in and thought, well, that looks magnificent. Helium, the buoyant and inert gas, has some qualities that make it uniquely useful. It's a liquid at incredibly low temperatures, allowing it to supercool magnets in MRI machines, <laughs> according to the Radiological Society of North America. It aids manufacturing of those semiconductor right. chips. It's also a critical component of space exploration, keeping cooled liquid fuels and hot gases separate inside a rocket. As with In unusual situations... You don't always get what you expect. Morgan Freeman. As any gas whose density differs from that of air, inhaling a small volume of helium temporarily changes the timber and quality of the human voice. Did all the miners come out of there talking funny, I wonder? I think they can just mine it by uh, putting wells in, right? Right, Stacy? Right. Well, just I, maybe can, a big balloon. I'm going to read you an interesting email. It's along these lines. Okay. 
from David Rand. Imagine we lived in a world where all cars were EVs. Everything's EV, <laughs> trucks, cars, everything. And then along comes a new invention called the internal combustion engine. Think how well it would sell a vehicle half the weight, half the price, that will almost quarter the damage done to the road. A vehicle that can be refueled in one-tenth of the time and has a range of up to four times the distance in all weather conditions. It does not rely on the environmentally damaging use of non-renewable rare earth elements to power it and uses far less steel and other materials. Just think how excited people would be for such technology. It would sell like hotcakes. Ain't that the truth? Yeah. Ain't that the truth? Is is that the end of it? Yeah. I thought for sure he was going to end with because that's what really happened. We I, EVs go <laughs> way way back, and they decided that they gasoline. Yeah, that's exactly what happened uh, at the beginning. The manufacturer yeah. said, "I can't make any money selling this electric buggy." Gasoline was better than both steam uh, and yeah. electricity. Yeah. Just think about helium. <laughs> my love for you is everlasting. I know. Sweetheart, you are my true soulmate. So Stacy says the plan is to put in a well. Put in a well? Uh, yep, it's just so there's no digging involved. Yep. Okay. In uh, national and international news, uh, well, let's start with the uh, the GOAT show we call the presidential election, shall we? Oh, so, some backers of President Biden are worried about news that he's been using note cards, not just in public uh, affairs, but also closed-door fundraisers, calling on pre-screened <laughs> oh donors, God. then consulting his notes to provide what detailed a, what, answers. What about the boudoir? <laughs> oh, yikes. The staged Q&A sessions have left some donors wondering whether Biden can withstand the rigors of a presidential campaign. No, he can't. Now, it's not unusual for uh, presidents. In fact, most recent presidents, George H.W., George W., Barack Obama, and Donald Trump, have all carried crib notes or used teleprompters when they're at public events and meetings. But it's unusual, needless to say, for uh, somebody to use them in private events. So, um, so how do we get to the place where, you know, Putin decides he's going to just invade Russia? Wow. Wow. You know what? It took me a minute to see the problem there, but now yeah. I, so, I told the boss today uh, at home that I was thinking of just um, seriously thinking of not voting. And I got quite a tongue lashing. Oh, did you? How'd that feel? Oh, I'm used to it. <laughs> Speaking of the... Uh, um, yeah. I have a question for John. So yeah. you're saying Trump used um, index cards or cheater cards? Do you suppose he had written down on one of those cards, your wife is a mutt? Have you ever seen this guy's <laughs> wife? And all those other insults that he throws out. The problem is for, for every he card, card he had. The last he just, time I saw a mouth like that, it had a hook in it. <laughs> yeah, did he have those kind of things written down? The problem is he had 10 cards with him. But between yeah. every card, he'd do the equivalent of about three more cards. <laughs> but you were something, baby, when the Beatles were hot. <laughs> He uh, did have some pretty funny uh, lo- the the clip of the president and uh, Nancy Pelosi shuffling along the oh, carpet. Who does that? But did you see what the pre- it was what a president- nursing home? But he, Trump put that video up. That was it was fake. But it was still. No, I know it was pretty fake, funny. but it was a funny. Yeah. It's it's Biden and Pelosi walking across an airport. Air, uh, 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 
a runway. I'm Joe Biden. How are yeah, you? Yeah, I was going to say, president. and you're talking about somebody? Walking <laughs> across a tarmac at the airport, right. and there's music in the background, and it was, you know, something like, visit Shady Rest Work Home. It's, you know, it's, it's just wonderful. It's kind you, of uh, he doesn't have any, he's just a few years behind. I know. He, he's not well, that young. I was just going to say, did you see his speech last night? Thankfully, oh. no. Yeah, you trust me, you don't want to. Was it funded at CPAC? No, he was. He looked really tired and was slurring around like just and making no sense through some of the sentences. It was just, it was, it was sad, really. Despite the fact that he's not necessarily a full human, uh, wouldn't it be true that uh, how long can you last with this kind of pressure on you? Oh, right. Uh, you know, you're, right. you're, you're wanted in every state in the union. There's not a court that wouldn't have you. You got about 15 trials you're facing. You've just lost every penny you ever had, and you never had much to begin with. It's all been a shell game. And now you're supposed to be paying people $345 million here and $300 million there. How can the guy even live? What is it like to be that much of a narcissist? Oh, God. I, I can't even comprehend that. Gotta be wearing Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. These are the good days. Happy birthday, dear Valerie. Happy birthday to you. <laughs> Meanwhile, uh, speaking of Donald Trump's money situation, uh, yes, sir. January apparently not a good month. He raised eight point eight million bucks, spent almost twelve million. His only Republican opponent, by contrast, raised twice that much during the time. Nikki Haley, uh, over $16 million. Now, those numbers do not include money raised by the Trump-Associated Political Action Committee or the Republican National Committee. The problem with that is most of the money raised by those PACs, including his Save America PAC, have gone to pay for the uh, president's, as you said, Joe, mounting legal don't, bills. Don't you Trumpers realize when you cut this psychopath a check that he's spending it on himself? Right. <laughs> Realize that just you buy the shoes. A televised debate between those oh, two God. with no moderator would be the funniest thing you've ever seen on TV. They might have oh bigger God. ratings than the Super Bowl. Oh, oh my, my God. God, it would <laughs> just be, be so hilarious. Oh wow, I can't even imagine a private lander. And they're not the... allowed any help getting on or off the stage. No. And you know what? Make it pay-per-view. Yeah. I will buy it. I I'll will go to absolute, a theater. I'll go I'll to a pay, theater. I'll absolutely pay to see that. A private lander yesterday made the first U.S. touchdown on the moon in more than 50 years, but managed at first just a weak signal back to Earth until flight controllers gained better contact. Despite the spotty communication to start with, Intuitive Machines, the company that built and managed the craft, confirmed it landed upright. But it didn't provide additional details, including whether the lander had reached its intended destination near the moon's south pole. By the end of the day, they did say data finally was starting to stream in. Intuitive Machines also became the first private business to pull off a lunar landing, a feat achieved so far by them and five other companies. You might remember last month, uh, U.S. company Astrobotic Technology gave it a shot last month, but uh, they didn't make it to the moon and they crashed back. Did Earth. you see where the uh, Japanese successfully landed their craft on the moon upside down? So it's useless. It can't, can't take any, anything. Can, yeah, can't do anything. Get some good shots of space, down. are they? Yeah. I'm going to throw some truth at you. All of this, all of it, AI. 
none of this oh, happened. It's all AI. I suppose the initial moon landing was on a sound stage in Arizona. Uh, I think it was shot in Utah, wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. Close enough. Yeah. AT&T said the hours-long outage to its U.S. cell phone network yesterday appeared to be the result of a technical error. Sure. Yeah. Really? So I know it's, it, everybody here read that story, did the same thing you just did, didn't they? We all went, yeah, How right. How my phone worked yesterday and those around me, a lot of them, their phones didn't. Do you have us. AT&T? Yeah. I believe huh. it was a Wi-Fi issue. Or uh, if you were on the Wi-Fi, I believe you were okay. It was a coding issue, Chris. I've, it was a technical issue. That everything was on the up and this, up. I've got the you know. this one, too. You want me to throw some more truth at AI. you? AI. No, China doing a test run. I know who. What the hell is the setup? Oh, China. China. <laughs> remember, when we just, remember when we just let their balloon take its time going across the country? Yep. Yeah. Them's the good yep. old days. I seen that. It. Was I, the I seen that thing. I seen the balloon. I yeah. seen that it. was a test run. A uh, update on a story from yesterday. A black high school student's months-long punishment by his Texas school district for not changing his hairstyle does not violate a new state law that prohibits race-based hair discrimination, according to the judge. 18-year-old Daryl George is a junior and has not been in his regular classes at his Houston area high school since August 31st because his school district, Barbers Hill, says he's violating its policy limiting the length of boys' hair. The district filed a lawsuit saying George's long hair, which he wears in tied and twisted locks on top of his head, violates its dress code because it would fall below his shirt, uh, his shirt collar, eyebrows, or earlobes if he let it down. Just a few hours of testimony in a Texas State District Judge Chap Kane III ruled in favor of the school district, saying its ongoing discipline of George over the length of his hair is legal under the Crown Act. Crown Act, which took effect in September, prohibits race-based hair discrimination and bars employers and schools from penalizing people because of hair texture or protective hairstyles. John, thank you. I think we have to cut our show uh, show's attention and head down to Florida. Yes. We certainly do need to do that. But during this month of love, I want to remind all of you garage logicians that you should, every six months to a year, get your carpet cleaned. This month is a pretty good month because they do have a great deal going at Zero Res. It's the Love Your Rug special in February. And what you're going to get here is a great value. You're going to get three rooms, Zero Resified, starting at just $119. And they're going to throw in a free hallway and your air ducts. Take care of that right now. This month takes $75 off when you get your air ducts Zero Res clean. I sound like a recording, but... They've been in my home. I trust them in yours. 17,000 Google reviews. Go check them out. 4.9 rating. That's amazing. And you know what? You're going to be stuck inside for the next couple months. So get to Zero Res. The Love Your Rug special. You got to say it to get it. Call 952-Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z or go online to ZeroResMinnesota.com and tell them you want the rookie Love Your Rug special. Call today for your commercial cleaning estimate, business owners. Yes, your place needs to be nice and clean and zero resified. Your business can be zero resified by the pros at zero res. Spelled forward or backward, it's spelled the same, Z-E-R-O-R-E-Z. Hold on to it if it's a compliment. No, you hold on to it then. I don't want it. Well, I already know how good I am. Yeah. There's so many GLers that are traveling. 
There's so many GLers that are traveling. I just saw Chris Montana today. Oh, yeah. From Denord Spirits. Yeah. And he's like, oh, that's so funny. Was just, he like that? Yeah. Uh, he's in great shape, by the way. He lives in New Orleans. How was Miss Montana? Uh, it was just it was just Chris. Okay. Um, but he said, yeah, I was just thinking of you because I just saw somebody came in and had a Garage Logic sweatshirt on. Oh, wow. And I just randomly. He was a good airport. dude. I, or he's is, a great is, dude. Is, he's is got a great dude. product. His Fitzgerald gin and his. Um, is it still going well? I mean, yeah, is he you know, yeah. still he's, open? He's a, and he owns it 100%. I said, when are you going to sell? He's like, it's just going great. I got people running it for me. And now he's he's living in New Orleans? Yeah. I don't know why it's who knows, but the, I'm going to bet she probably said we're moving. To yeah, New Orleans. business is thriving here, and I can't blame him. What is it, Dunord? Dunord. I, I only gave you that for the first paragraph. I, I'm uninterested oh. in what else she wrote. I haven't got the text yet that says call. Well, call him then. I Let's know. go. Her daughter's a Saint Olaf grad. Where is she? Let's go. I am by the pool with the bathing beauties. The teen daughter was barricaded in the same room as Gooden yep. when he opened fire on the cops. Patrick. To be honest, I'm well, I'm, we're on the council. All I meant by what I said about those cops is, okay. wouldn't you just never you believe anybody? <laughs> oh, you're right. at the yard. Yeah. Yeah. I, you're, yeah. If, I did. Just, go ahead, Jack. Go ahead, Rook. I was going to say, if the cops are present, you are already suspect. No matter, there's a reason that they're there. Oh, come on in, fellas. I don't have any guns. I'm not going to believe that. Right. I'm sure they proceeded with caution. But again, three years of talking to the guy, or three, three hours. hours. He's moving to a room. Uh-huh. I am moving to a room. <laughs> when does he come here and record with that's when I have to go yep, out and do his ready? car? You can hear. Careful. Got it. God bless you. Bless you. I'll park. find that out. I don't know. He parks in front though. I know. All right. So you gotta get Tom in on it. Oh yeah. Yeah, Tom's going to put on. Careful. He's going to install it. Ready? I got you. Sounds good. Can't hear this. The Gophers inch closer to a bubble situation. Yeah, they still got some work to do to get to the bubble. But if they beat Nebraska on uh, Sunday, Sunday, I think, another one of those beloved 530 Sunday games, uh, then Nebraska's playing uh, a win of a lot of games. They're probably going to be a tournament team. And if the Gophers beat them, then you can talk about it seriously. Mm -hmm. Is that game here? Possibility. No. no, that's down there. Why a Sunday 530 game? That is an odd Big start. Ten Network. Jeez. Yeah, Big Ten Network. They played at home a couple of weeks ago on yep. Sunday at 5.30. That crowd last night, though, from a distance of Fort Myers, seemed very lively. And uh, it was a hell of a game. And that Elijah 
the, the, the point guard played fan Hawkins played fantastic. Usually there's about a five minute period during the game when I'm watching it. I say, what the hell are you doing? There was none of that last night. He really played a great game. And, so you uh, can get the big 10 network in Florida. Yes, but if they're on Peacock, I can't get them. I I cannot get them on Peacock. And they've had, what, four or five games? But lately, they've been uh, going on the Big Ten Network. And this kid from Cottage Grove, man, he is a beast. I hope those other programs around the country aren't writing out their NIL offers already to see him. But uh, somebody's going to have to come up with some money to keep him here next year. Man, he's... uh, He's, uh, you know, Jess Settles, who used to play at Iowa, Joe, was the color, was the analyst last night. Mm-hmm. And he was uh, throwing back to when he had to play against Courtney James and John Thomas and got mugged. Mm-hmm. And he kind of, uh, he compared Pharrell Payne to uh, those two behemoths. So they weren't so much strappingly tall, but they would uh, give you lots of bruises and uh Pharrell Payne is the same way, and he's benefited from the fact that the refs haven't been calling any touch fouls the last two games. They, when they blew the game to Iowa, he got fouled out on some cheap little fouls, and that probably cost him. I find game. myself rooting for the coach. I don't know much about him. Yeah, but... he's a good guy. Yeah, he's, you yeah. know, he's only been an assistant. Uh, assistant at Xavier, basically Patino fired him and uh, as an assistant, and he went to Xavier. And they did okay, but uh, he was uh, certainly not uh, high on the expected expected list. But uh, they uh, they gave him a shot and uh, didn't look too good for two years. But I think you know what I think after this year, he might get himself a little two year extension because mm-hmm. he's only got one year left on the original contract. So. Mm-hmm. Now, well, if he'd be been Phil Fleck, he'd keep saying, "To keep my recruits, I have to, uh, I have to keep getting that extension every year, so they know I'm going to be here." That's a little bit of a tough sell in the transfer portal era, but uh, yeah, it was a good game. It was fun. What's new with your ball club down there? Well, we're about to play the Fighting Gophers. Uh, Are you at the, the park? Uh, over. Yeah, I'm at the park. I went. I rose early today mm-hmm. and uh, ju- jumped in a car with Dave St. Peter and John Anderson at 6.30 a.m. Mm-hmm. We went down to Naples to the Minnesota Breakfast Club oh, yeah. where uh, John Anderson and they had another car load. Uh, Molitor and Perkins were in that one. And it was the twins. Usually, they have 12 programs on Friday mornings. During the season, Joe. Yeah, I went down for one of those and spoke at it once. Yeah, yeah, January, February, and March. And uh, they they had a good crowd today, 250. And uh, they gave John a standing O. And uh, Perkins and Molly had some great things to say about him. And John almost got misty. Not quite. But, uh, you know, this is his 43rd and last year. And I'm not 100% convinced. That uh, if he if he had the option, he'd uh, be back for a couple more. But uh, mm-hmm. anyway, uh, but I rode down with him and St. Pete, and uh, and he uh, he got the stories going on the way back that were pretty good. Some about some of the characters that he'd, uh, you know, Brent Gates played with the Twins, and he became he played with the Gophers too. They turned him into a switch hitter, and he became 
known as this kind of loose character. For instance, uh, he left the game one day and left his family there. He forgot that the uh, <laughs> his family was there, and when he got home, he couldn't figure out where his family was. And this Don was, Ry- this was, <laughs> a total this Don was, Riley. Yeah, yeah, this was before the cell phone days, so... Uh, he just sat there and wondered where they went. And yeah. then apparently it eventually occurred to him he left them at the Metrodome. But uh, anyway, it was, and he, he had a couple others. He, uh, Brent Gates uh, was uh, icing his elbow one day, his left elbow, you know, because, uh, and uh, John had to point out to him he was right handed. So he didn't. <laughs> Uh, oh, <laughs> he threw with his right hand, so he didn't have to have ice his left elbow. How are, how are you going to get back to the estate after the game? I we're going to get in the car. The uh, DA is uh, she's she decided to just lounge today, so, so I went home for a while. Oh, I was going to say if home. you came right back to the ballpark, you're carless. Sure. Yeah. No, no, no. I was gone. I was back to the. Uh, the uh, neighborhood for about three hours yeah. and then he came back to start hacking. Leave it to Joe. To, to a, leave it to Joe to worry about the logistics of your right. personal transportation. Yeah, how you getting out? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Patrick, I do That's know right. a couple of town ball guys that did that, left the family at the ballpark. Unfortunately, they did it on purpose. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, that, uh, that, that happens. That's another, that happens too. But, uh, uh, it was, uh, you know, it, they did a full hour and everybody seemed to be entertained. And Jim Rance was there. So uh, Jim Rance, of course, the winning pitcher in the 1960 uh, College World Series final game when he made the only start of his college or pro career and went 10 innings to beat Southern Cal. Wow. And thus earning him the only non-profane nickname of Sid's career. Eight ground balls in Omaha. He called him for, uh, like, there he is, eight ground balls in Omaha. Meaning, if he hadn't gotten eight ground balls in key situations in Omaha, nobody would ever heard of him, right? Sounds like a country <laughs> music song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Instead, he worked 50 years for the Twins, so... Uh, See, we yeah, haven't chatted yeah. since that remarkable game that the like we've we both told each other we never seen anything like it. The Wild Ten and uh, it was uh, what the hell? Who Vancouver were they playing? Seven. Vancouver was it ten eight or ten seven? Ten seven. It's four to. I said it's four to one now. And the next thing I got from you was says it's now Wild eight. Uh, whoever the hell whoever it was, it was. Who they're playing Canucks. Canucks six, the best team in the league. What yep. the hell was that? They just went up to Winnipeg the next night and didn't have it. Yeah, but you know they didn't get as many five on threes. You know, right, it, right. Were, were, I didn't see it. Was Vancouver committing murder to get put on all these five on threes? It was. A, I think there were four of them. Right. I that, by the time I got to watch it uh, late afternoon, the five on threes were done. I didn't see those. Wow! But they scored. Uh, well, you know what? They got your Boldy, who's back. You know, and been back for since about the first three weeks of the season. And they, you know, you got your Rus- Russian. And then you got, uh, and then you got uh, the Rossi kid is uh, coming along and playing good. So there's a, they got some star power now. Don't mm-hmm, they? Mm-hmm. they got some star power. So at Edmonton tonight. Oop, that won't be easy. Edmonton 
Edmonton's got to have the best record of league since about the, the terrible start. And then they didn't they have 17 or 18 straight wins, something something like that, without a loss. Yes. Like that. Yes, I believe it was yeah, that club. Yeah, pretty uh, pretty uh, good. What's the they weather like, like in the fort? Damn fine today. It was the last two days have been really nice. But the wind is howling to right field. So if you hear anything about long home runs to right field, take them with a grain of salt. All right. Wind blowing 25 miles an hour. We'll and, talk to uh, you Monday. Tomorrow we uh, we start for real against the uh, Pittsburgh Pirates. And then next Tuesday, I'm getting the hell out of here. So okay. Wednesday. I think. Well, we'll talk anyway. to you Monday from the fort. All right. See you. Very good. Thank you. Would you like to take then a time I'm going off? to the grocery store to get some? <laughs> and then and some kumquats. Remember the one time he took about a half hour to explain to us that he bought plantains. Yes, and yeah. a, yeah. I thought it was a banana, but it looks like it. they're similar in disguise. It was hard though. That was oh a God. banana. I, I what is it. wrong with your bananas? <laughs> you know what he needed? Quality water. Oh yeah, and he should get that from the best. That's you Hopperman do need water it in Florida. You really do because they got swamp water the, down the, there. The tap water in Florida ain't as good as Minnesota. No, it really isn't. So call my friends at Hofferman Water, an independent water treatment dealer. They offer sales, service, and rental options for Connecticut water treatment systems, and it's the best. Connecticut is absolutely the best, and that can include a brand new water softener, maybe an iron rust or odor filtration system, or you just want to upgrade and have yourself a brand new drinking water system. Then my friends at Hofferman and Connecticut are going to be there for you because the Connecticut system can do so many things that other water softeners just simply cannot do. It's going to cut down on your salt usage, but it's also going to protect your appliances. As we mentioned, bad water can affect almost every aspect of your home. But you get that new system, your showers are better. So is your laundry, your drinking water, your cooking. Everything gets better. So get in touch with my friends at Hofferman Water today, 612-895-2440. That's 612-895-2440. Get them on the schedule and have them come up for that free water analysis. It'll make everything clean and clear, just like your nose. Hoffermanwater.com is the website, by the way. They have been proudly serving the state of Minnesota for over 50 years. Please tell them that you heard it right here on the Garage Logic Podcast. Yes, Joe, what did you say? I turned off my mic and I, turned away. I know you yes. I had to blow my schnoz. Girls nice. hockey's on the forty-five. I can't believe it's already state tournament time. I would, I was in the cafeteria and I said, "Wait I a minute." I think your pioneers did well, Joe. I I don't know. Orno was playing somebody when I grabbed lunch. Who were they playing? The late Bills. Wildcats. I bet some of the girls' teams could beat a boys' team from fifty years ago. Well, don't you think? Yes. Maybe. Yeah, for sure. But usually what you have is you got two, three really good girls, and then there's a drop down. Okay. There you go. And, uh, Thank and you. Analyzed. Yeah. Rook, I need Masonic after the scramble here, please. Uh, oh, yep, scramble time. You know, I, I wrote a column yesterday and I uh, got two-thirds through. And I hit some wrong button, and the computer no. ate it. Oh, no. And you can never recreate it, ever. I had to, 
because uh, it's newsworthy. Couldn't wait another week. Don't you I, have auto save? Can't you save I it? can't. There's no. I'd look everywhere. I just wow. I called uh, Bob. The computer department. <laughs> I called Rich. Rich. He never got back to me. I. I it's got to be in him? there somewhere. No. No, he knew damn well what I was calling for. What time did you call? What He's time like me. When he I, sees that you're calling, it means something's wrong, and I'm gonna have to do extra work. So you called, don't I it. called him about three. I, yeah, okay. He might be off. You, you called Rich. Mm -hmm. I, he just he had uh, a procedure done on Wednesday evening, so he wasn't in yesterday. Is he okay? Yeah, he's fine. He he put on Facebook that uh, everything went fine, and he's going to be out of the hospital is today. Related to this, I'm, ass I'm assuming he didn't say. But that's no, what when, I, when I talked to him, I say I don't care what the hell procedure you have. Why didn't you come save my column? Why did you call me back? <laughs> I know you're at Abbott, but <laughs> yeah, help me. Can you ring the ICU for me? I need Rich. You know, is yeah. that a function? Him of, up. Is that a function of an older uh, Windows problem, uh, Word problem that I don't have autosave? Uh, yeah, oh, I, thought, I don't have it. I think. Uh, well, when I'm right here, we go. It, here we go. Let's go, gentlemen. Have I just it always says yeah. auto saved or however far down you are, it automatically just says saved. Oh, mine doesn't. I have to manually save. Well, I had manually been saving it as I wrote. So the part that disappeared had been saved, and it's still all disappeared. Well, then, then it's in there. All you do, right. you have to. Then you have to just find your search. You were just too dumb thing. not to find it. I'll I, guarantee you, it's in there. Yeah, well, it's too late now. So the hell. Would you save it to your desktop? Was it just some audio? Oh, was it going to win you like a Pulitzer or something? They or? all should. They're all good. Yeah. <laughs> They're all amazing. Yeah. The Pulitzers are terribly political. When we my taxes are too GD high. <laughs> we unearth the end. That is it. Your the iPad end. or your desktop? My iPad serves as my desktop. Okay, so when we unearth not that, iPad, my uh, your Chromebook, my my uh, what do you call them? Laptop. Your laptop. Yeah. When that gets unearthed, we're going to find about seven hundred million right drafts, saved drafts hey, of columns. Are, They're are. all going to be in. One spot. Oh, God. You ready here? Uh, yeah. Rook. Masonic? Yes, please. After the scramble. Part um, A. Finally. Thank God today is Friday. T G T I Friday. You know, I had a, uh, I, I, knew. I had a scramble uh, yesterday. I left the garage door open. It's a nice day. It was beautiful. Oh, uh, today it's good. 34 and snowing right now, so it's not a garage door open day. That's well, what happens with all this climate change. Right. Do you know what's going to happen on Monday? Yeah, we're supposed to get yeah. near 60. Yes. Yeah. Do you know what's going to happen on the 29th the leap year on Thursday? No. The uh, scholarship application deadline is, what is it, February 29th. So you have until that time, Garage Logicians, to go to mnmasoniccharities.org, click on the scholarships icon, and that will bring you to information about their scholarships, which is what they're promoting during February because they want to see how many people are going to nominate 
other great people across the state of Minnesota. Apply right now. There's an icon there. Important dates to remember. Yep, February 29th. Another number to remember. Minnesota Masonic has given over 13 million in scholarships to date. They feature their selfless scholarship program. And that's when whoever's nominated, if you nominate someone and they win, whoever the nominator was, they split the award. It's a really good deal. It shows that uh, people in the community want to brag about good people. Well, that's basically what you're doing when you apply for a scholarship with Minnesota Masonic Charities. So don't let this deadline pass you by. It is mnmasoniccharities.org. Click on scholarships. Uh, what was I going to tell you? I was going to tell you that uh, we have our... Wonderful Frontline Foundation program. It's easy to donate at garagelogic.com. Click on the green donate button and help these guys out. Thank you. The uh, best windows in the world yeah. are Renewal by Anderson. Got it. They bring you a renewal by Anderson.com backslash garage logic or 651 705 6931. And Renewal by Anderson brings you. Only because they bring you the only because. Okay. And only because they come to us, in this case, all the way from Lake Las Vegas, Nevada. The desert. Where the Lymans are uh, probably feverishly creating itineraries for the next launch into their around the world adventures. Got it. It's on this day, February 23rd. It was on this day. February 23rd. In 1854, Winona County was established. Huh. Do you know that it was named for a Dakota woman? I do know that. My parents are from Winona. A relative of the Metawakton leader, Wabashaw. Winona means firstborn daughter in the Dakota language. So you are not the Winona of your family. That's right. Yep. On this day, also in 1854. Two, two, three. Well, Houston County was created. Honoring Sam Houston of Texas, a popular presidential candidate. Wow, I hate that. Now like you got Trump, me thinking. Minnesota, I gotta, I gotta look Hennepin, up Houston, Hubbard are your three H counties. Got it. On this day, uh, 223, 1856, Meeker County was created. It was named for Bradley B. Meeker, one of the first three judges to serve on the Minnesota Supreme Court. Hmm. What are the uh, McLeod, Meeker, Malax, Morrison, Mauer, Murray? What are the first three M counties? Meeker, Monoman, Marshall, Monoman. Martin, McLeod, Meeker, Malax, Morrison, Mauer, Murray are your M counties. On this day, two, two, three, in eighteen ninety-two, Watson's Colored Chorus, an African American musical group with 250 singers from Minneapolis and St. Paul, gave a concert featuring choruses, glees, banjo, guitar, vocal solos, jubilees, and plantation songs mm. at the Minneapolis Lyceum Theater. The best reserved seats cost 50 cents. Wow. wow. Uh, uh. And on this day, uh, February 23rd, in 1983, the late, great Mark Pavlich, became the first U.S.-born National Hockey League player to score five goals wow. in a game. 
the Eveleth native and a member of the gold medal winning Miracle on Ice 1980 U.S. Olympic hockey team that celebrated their 44th anniversary of the victory over the Ruskies last night, mm -hmm. led the New York Rangers to an 11-3 victory over the Hartford Whalers in New York. Wow. And Pavs had five of those goals. I got to say, it's cool that you still have your press pass from that. I got a I got a basket full of uh, the the stuff I did save. It's just a small basket. It's got pins and stuff. in What it. else do you have from the that Olympics? Anything else? I got uh, stamps. I've got uh, you know you could go to the post office there and get your stuff stamped where it said Olympic sure village or whatever. Uh, what else do I have? I don't know. Do you have any of those bongs from the early 70s? <laughs> those homemade bongs? I got a couple of those. What was uh, the hotel situation like in Lake Placid? Didn't have one. We had a house. Oh. Right across the parking lot from the ice arena. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. And, and to show you the change, I mean, the Lake Placid Winter Olympics in 1980, the, the Lake Placid High School, which is a little bit bigger than this room, yeah. was the headquarters. So every time the Ruskies had a press conference or the Swedes or the Americans was in that high school. And the oval for speed skating was on the lawn in front of the high school. Wow. And uh, the mountains were a bus ride. And the uh, all-figure skating and hockey and whatever were in the arena 200 yards from this house we had. Hmm. We know your MO nowadays when you arrived there at Lake Placid, did you immediately start looking for an earlier flight home like you always do now? No, Kenny, uh, I, I didn't because I knew that I would have been there for the duration of the games. That must have pained you. No, it was it was very interesting. <laughs> well, you were a hockey guy, so of course you were looking John for John Gilbert part. was our main hockey guy. Oh. I was there as a columnist. I could write about anything I wanted. I see. And, oh. But I made the wise decision to go to those. I went to the Russia-U.S. game, and then, of course, I went to the gold medal game over Finland. If we play them 10 times, they might win. Well, nine. that that Ruski team, remember, two weeks before, Madison Square Garden beat the Olympic team 10 to 1. Right. The, the, I think Herbie, I think Herbie, Herbie shamed him into that victory. Again, I'm watching that movie tonight. You don't have the talent. That's right. <clears throat> but you certainly got the soul. Was he saying that to us? We had Robbie <laughs> uh, McClanahan on for the four years ago for the 40th God, anniversary. Four years ago. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That, that'll that go with those guys all their lives. Mm -hmm. You know, it was just fantastic. Uh, uh, oh, and we aired, by the way, uh, I forget who said it, if it was you, Rook, or whatever, but the You'll Take It to Your Grave was before the gold medal game. Mm -hmm. Not the Russian game. They had a bobsled run that looked like something from Excelsior Amusement Park. You know, a bunch of right. wood rafters ding, ding. Up, up there in the mountain. Uh, <laughs> it was, uh, uh, and then they exploded. And I think the Olympics exploded because of that hockey team. Oh. That hockey team uh, ignited the... Uh, Could they pull that off today, the 80 Olympics in at Lake Placid? Oh, God, no. No. No room. Well, he's one of the guy. He's one of the guy. One of the players. 
on our children. I still want to know who he was talking about. Doesn't matter. Doesn't really matter. Uh, GLers, if you want full video and full show audio, including before, during, and after the show with the entire Garage Logic crew, then sign up for the Town Council membership. Those are just a few of the great perks, and you'll even get your own official member card and a certificate. Joe is signing them before the show today. Those of you on the town council got to witness that firsthand. Uh, let's see. You also get exclusive invites to, yep, that kind of thing. Learn more about the town council and become a member today at garagelogic.com. And as Rookie mentioned, don't forget, uh, if you have the means, please make a donation to the Frontline Foundation. Okay, if it's five bucks, do yep. it. Every dollar is going to help. Go to garagelogic.com. You'll see the banner ad right there for the Frontline Foundation. And uh, yeah, you do me. Would you do one for me? And thank you to those who have given. I'll even use a credit card. All right, do it right now. Here. Wow. Uh, (laughs) that. Rook, order me a couple albums while you got that. Will you put in a pizza order for me too? No. (laughs) (laughs) This is like knowing your Lexington card. Yeah. Well, that doesn't exist anymore. I know. Those were the days, huh, Ruck? Yeah. Uh, 13. Yeah, put her on, yeah, put her on 13 <laughs> for me. Bring that porterhouse out right away. <laughs> Just well, I, had, I had my own glass there. And leave the bottle. Because I always complained that I didn't like their glasses. I wanted a tumbler. So, uh, you... So another guy, a buddy of mine, we always used to eat there, and we both had tumblers. Who was the owner that did that for us? The guy that owns a bunch of restaurants in town. Tom. Um, no, it wasn't Tom uh, Scallon. It was the, uh, the guy before him. Was it Rick Tom? Webb? Rick Webb. Okay, Rick yeah. Webb. yeah. And who was it before that? Yes, yeah, so I need a tumbler. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, a hefty glass. Is Winona Judd named after the city? <laughs> no, because she's W-Y. She's a Y, yeah. Well, the daughter thing is Winona, what Winona, isn't there a Winona actress? Winona Ryder, yes. Or she, the one she I'm was named of. after the That's city. That's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Um, Ready, bro. It just occurred to me that I did a very dumb thing in giving Rookie that card. Yeah, I know. I already. Hey, well, look at this. I just, I just texted him what I need. 277 1856. You're booking <laughs> that flight right now, are you? Yeah. He's paying for <laughs> Mikulski's to go to Croatia. <laughs> Minneapolis City Council. <clears throat> Yep. Wants to recall Hyundai's H Y U N D A I S. H Y U N D A I S. Hyundai's and Kia's A I S. Do you want anonymous or you? Anonymous. To uh to uh uh to prevent thefts. Further thefts? No, just, just thefts. thefts. Okay. Okay. Uh, that doesn't look right. Hold on. Is there an apostrophe or is it the space? Because it's not possessive form. Read it. No, no, no. The the spelling of the Hyundais and the Kias. Hyundais, you don't need an apostrophe. That's what I thought. Well, why is it doing the squiggly line? Don't forget that. Well, the squiggly line is showing. I don't care. Okay. Uh, it's on record, gentlemen, that uh, I asked him for... Okay, go ahead. 
You dumbass. How come this is? <laughs> oh, hey, Goodwood was on Mav yesterday showing all the various races. It's pretty interesting. Some of these guys have no fear about rubbing and banging and uh, hitting you know. each other. A couple of them went off the track in the rain and totaled their rides. These old um, Jags and Porsche and you know, the like. San Francisco hardware store customers. Yep. Are accompanied. Yep. By personal attendance. Attendance. Yep. To prevent snatch and grabs. Okay. Uh, Roycey, John. Roycey and John. A lot of Cobras. John, a lot of AC stories. A lot of AC Cobras too. I did, Chris. Thank you. Uh, can I have the card back? Yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> Make sure you send all of us that number. Card right? back. four times. <laughs> Expiration date force two. Don't forget that. Matt, give me the card back. I haven't done it for real. For real? Well, what no. have you been doing? It was giving me the circle all of his favorite sites. It was giving me the circle of thought. Oh, Snowcha. Here, I can do it, Matt. I, I'll do it if you show me how. No, I got to keep your card here. Oh, you no. don't. You just, you just hang tight <laughs> there, Take a little cowboy. quick picture of that baby. <laughs> Thanks, John. You're welcome, Chris. I sent you my time card, too. All right. Okay. Time sheet, whatever that it is. I got. No, Joe, it's not time card week. <laughs> oh, shoot. I have to go to the credit union. You're gonna have to go to another one after. I know done. I'm getting really nervous here. It's just, it's a bad move on my part. It's a bad move on your part. Joe, thanks for the new strat. Rook, thanks for the numbers. Yeah, we got her. <laughs> no, Joe, I was I was serious. I was getting this circle of thoughts. So hey, I I, in all honesty, is it this really early for the girls' state hockey tournament? I, uh, you know what, Chris? It's going to be March next week. Okay, well, February twenty third. <laughs> I, I, they always have those before the men. Because, well, that's the kickoff for the winter one, but I it felt early this year for some reason. Is it like because there's a leap year? Yeah, leap year. You know why you have a leap year? Because every four years, if you didn't. The clock would go all kitty wampus. The, uh, you know, the uh, rotation would be a yep. quarter off. Swings down. Yeah, swings up. <laughs> the Calcutta deal. Got the whole cowboy thing. I like your style yep. too, dude. You jumped the line. Oh God, go away! Hey, show's over. <laughs> he gets to watch the race. Wait a minute. He's never stopped watching it. What's your, what is your shoe size for real? I'm getting you some of the gold one. What is your shoe size? <laughs> <laughs> some of those gold sneakers. Uh... Yep. In fact, make it two pair. Get one for the CP. <laughs> you know what? The way he tricks me, I almost answered him because I thought that was a security test question. You know what? If money was no object, that would be a pretty funny guy to pull on her. You are ripe for internet fraud. You would be yeah. so easy, so it's just one email, and I'd own everything you own. Could you imagine if a pair I did of the almost, Trump shoes... Hey, 
<laughs> the Trump shoes showed up at her. Oh at your God, house. that'd be hysterical. I, Which are they? Well, they're four hundred or whatever. Yeah, oh, couldn't I write that off as a political contribution? <laughs> <laughs> that you would see be, her wearing. Those? Oh, how bad would she flip out? It would be a waste of money. That'd be funny as hell. I'd rather buy a hundred dollars worth of harmonicas. <laughs> hundred dollars worth of harmonicas. I want to get a hundred dollars worth of harmonicas and about Andy, why fifty bucks worth of zip ties. Wesley. Get those big long ones because you might have to go around something big. Yeah. What is with all the Wesley? Oh my god. And it goes all in black. <laughs> Jeez. What's what's making me nervous, Rook, is this is taking too long. It didn't take this long for me. It must be your card. Right. Yeah, make sure you print his receipt for him too, Matthew. I don't have to give a billing address. No. Oh, you actually you might. In Seriously? all seriousness, yeah. One, to two, use three. the card, yeah. Yeah. No, it's got a match, and you've somehow got to provide him with a receipt. No. Fifty-nine, right? Yes, yeah, suit. You need a receipt for your taxes. Well, how do I get that? That's Matthew's problem. Yep. He ain't hooked up to the printer. They Can will we cancel email. this? Is it too late to no. cancel no. this? No. No. <laughs> Joe, they'll email you one or him, and then you can open it from a desktop. Yeah. Oh, so I'll, I'll give you your, I'll give me your email address. Well, then it, also, if it's a certain amount, because I know... Well, Linda anyway just says, "Well, what what did you contribute this year?" And well, you know, you, what what percentage of your charitable donations even is allowed to be deducted? There's a, there is a configuration. It's about twenty percent. I, I don't know what it is, but yeah, I'm, but do it anyway. I mean, well, take I, advantage I, of what you can. Well, no kidding, but I'm saying, well, then stop know. being such a prick. Wow, save the card. No, Hi, Joe. no, How are you? I, 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 I should, but I won't. What was the 13 for? Uh, there's a scratch. There's some grease on there. <laughs> what? Fill in mandatory fees. Yeah. That was for rookie subway order. Yeah. <laughs> Did you have to do all this BS? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Good luck, Joe. We're all counting on you. <laughs> Same address. No thing. You're done. Your receipt has been emailed. I did it to your Garage Logic account. Wonderful, Matt. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Now he just needs help printing it. Now, where are we going for dinner? <laughs> Dave Attell well, is I coming to Treasure Island. You couldn't go oh, in April. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Had a, uh, what, Dave Our ticket's going to be a fortune, though, for him. Comedian. Dave, who? I, I think it might be worth it. Oh, he's hilarious. Oh, he is so vulgar. Dave, yeah. who? Dave Attell. You God, don't know him, funny. Joe. He's so funny. Well, maybe I do, Kenny. Is it one? Are show? we still on the council? We yeah. are. Yeah, I don't even come. I don't want to even. Can't even do the setup to the joke. Kenny, is it one show? My friends, <laughs> no, were concerned no, 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 no. When I was in the Arby's bathroom with a <laughs> dot dot dot. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Those. <laughs> yep. They. God. They're good to go. I remember you playing that clip in the old producer's room. You know, it's when like I heard that the first time. You know, no one's God. there except for us idiots that worked until whatever. 
And I'm like, we should all be fired for you playing this hard to work computer right now. And then, oh, do you remember the text I sent a few years later when I was, I can't even bring up that no, either. No, 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 I was having a wonderful conversation with all the neighborhood gals. <laughs> and then one came over and just, oh, God. Yeah. Just sign off from the council so all right, we can bye, talk. All right, bye, council. Talk <laughs> Have a good weekend. Thanks, guys.